Oh my god, what am I doing? Hi everybody, welcome to my channel Just Thinking Out Loud. My name is Desiree. Surprisingly, my views did not change overnight due to the tragedy that occurred February 15, 2018 where a school shooting took place in Parkland, Florida and 17 students died. The arguments about liberty and safety don't change because of a single event. I believe that if people want to be able to defend themselves in a certain way against those that are violent towards them or have malintent towards them, they should be able to do it on equal terms. That means they should not be banned from procuring handguns or shotguns or assault rifles or fully automatic rifles in order to defend themselves if they desire. That's my opinion. I also spent a lot of time watching videos and reading articles and trying to look up both arguments and the statistics for or against more gun control as I believe that there has already been compromise in the United States. I also want to point out that I come from the perspective of someone that grew up in a country with very high rates of homicide but also very restrictive gun control laws about who could purchase a firearm. There was a lot of registration as well and there were a lot of guns in criminal hands as well as corruption from people who were supposed to be protecting you. But let me get into other thoughts, but that is where I'm coming from. The first thing that I really didn't like from all of the media drama was the idea that some people didn't care and only some people cared. I think that both sides, if you want to say that there are two sides, are coming from the viewpoint of safety. One side wants to make everywhere a safe space and the other side wants to be able to defend themselves, understanding that the world isn't one big safe space. One side, I think, lives more in reality and understands that you can't put back the invention of gunpowder into a bag. And there's also the idea that we want to focus on mass shootings. Well, I think that the idea that you want to defend against government tyranny is preventing much more mass killings in the future. And it's very possible that that could happen, not just because your country feels super safe right now means it will always be that way, the potential for evil exists in a lot of people, a lot of places, including in your government and in the people around you, and you may want to defend against that. There may not be that many people who are willing to do it, but you just have to give somebody enough power and they're able to act out their desires upon the playing stage of the entire world if you give them the chance. So then the media optics of only trotting out certain survivors who were on the side of gun control didn't make much sense to me because there were also other survivors who were on the side of better implementation of the laws that already existed. They were trying to make it seem as if there was only one voice for all of the survivors and that was simply not the case. The other thing I want to talk about is that the statistics don't favor more gun control laws. You can find examples of countries where there are a lot of guns, and there's a lot of safety, such as Sweden. You can also find examples where there are no guns allowed and it's also very safe, such as Japan. You can also find places like the country where I'm from, where there's a lot of gun control, but there's also a lot of violence and homicide rates using guns. Then you can also find that if you want to talk about the state that the US is in now, where there are a lot of firearms around the country, but then you can recall them or get people to give them up voluntarily by incentivizing them with money or, I guess, taking it through force or coercion somehow. People look to the UK and to Australia, but what I found from other research that people did was that there hasn't been a decrease in homicides or murders due to a gun ban or recall in places such as the UK, Australia, 
Ireland, Jamaica. The murder rate either went up then down to the same level, stayed the same, or in Jamaica and Ireland's case, just went up. A key point here is whether we are looking at only gun deaths or homicides and murders with any weapon. This is a key point of contention that I will be honest about when people are presenting this data. Some people want to stop gun violence but do not care about other methods of violence, killing or murder, including massacres that don't involve a gun. While some people are looking at murders on a whole, the facts do not support that murders are reduced where gun control has been enacted. Please look in my description for links of the statistics. I'm not going to get into the video. But why are you trying to propose regulations such as banning all guns or having deeper background checks or anything like that when you don't know if it will work and the laws that already exist in place would have helped the new situation that supposedly changes everything if they were just being done correctly, which they weren't. There's evidence that the FBI wasn't doing its job properly. So why are you trying to rely even more on those same institutions that weren't doing their job properly in the first place? So that leads me to think, why are you asking me to rely on these incompetent institutions to protect myself? If you want to do that, that's okay. But what you want infringes on my ability to protect myself or people who think like me. That doesn't mean that I am an island. I just understand that I would, be, I would like to be able to choose who I put my trust in. And it's most definitely not the government. I'm going to answer my question. Why are you trying to make these changes? Because it will make you feel better. It will make you feel safer. But there's no evidence to suggest that it will actually do what you want it to do. My reason for pointing out that there are different situations where gun control does work, or there's gun control but it doesn't work, or there is very little gun control and you're still having the intended effect, is that maybe you shouldn't be looking at gun control but looking at underlying causes. It seems to me that it's not really about life or the preciousness of it, but about controlling guns and trying to say, well, what's a better way to die? That's really what people are saying. And if you want to talk about mass shootings and children, then people need to understand that mass shootings are very rare. It's very hard to predict them and that they have been on the decline since the 1990s. Please look in the description. So why are people so intent on removing people's liberties? In terms of focusing on things like mental health, psychotropic drugs, bullying, bad family upbringing, I always favor focusing on the roots of an issue rather than putting band-aids on it or rather than taking other people's liberties away because people don't want to focus on those things and it will just make them feel better. I'm going to point you in the direction of another researcher who I think did a great job that's blonde in the belly of the beast. I also think she's super smart if she ever watches this. She put a lot of time into researching the history of a lot of mass shooters and pointed out that gun ownership has been on the decline, but you can also point out to a specific time where mass shootings have been on the rise. And she really points out the correlation between men and them feeling alienated by women and also bullying and also the use of drugs. I know people want to be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be focusing on that, but I think that's a much better way to solve the issue than simply taking away everybody else's rights. The other thing is that there has already been compromise in terms of the Second Amendment. Most gun purchases require a background check and not everybody can own a machine gun. A lot of people make the argument, why does anybody need to have a military-grade weapon? And when I hear that, it immediately makes me think about why do some people need to make so much money? Who are you to decide how somebody wants to defend themselves? If they're not a bad person, then it's okay if it's in their hands. And you can't tell if they're a bad person or a good person, but you also can't tell who else is going to be able to get that kind of gun and whose hands is going to be in 
So you have to make it available for other people who are the good guys to be able to defend themselves. I also just don't think it's your right to decide to tell somebody how they should be protected. And that's the, that's the whole thing about gun control that I don't really understand. Why are you trying to tell everybody else how they should defend themselves when we all know that human nature has bad parts? So don't put it in the hands of certain people, your elected officials or the, the military, the people who are agents of the state. I don't even see the point in background checks. I think it just makes people feel a little bit better because it makes it a bit harder for somebody to get a gun. But criminals, if they want guns, will get it. They can steal it. They can make a gun. They can get somebody else to buy it for them. There are so many ways that they will bypass this, so I, I honestly just don't see the point. And we also know that even with those background checks, the job isn't being done properly and there isn't proper coordination oftentimes between the state level and the federal level. Also, I think the idea of taking people's guns away just because they might be dangerous is terrible. Another argument I came across was age, where you would raise the age at which someone was able to purchase a firearm. And people talked about how can you vote, but you can't buy a gun, or how can you go into war, but you can't serve the for the military but you can't buy a gun and I think those are great arguments I agree with them it doesn't make any sense I also found out that there are very few incidents where somebody is this young and commits this type of crime this was a James Allen Fox data that I'm going to put in the description and what about if it were a woman does the argument change maybe somebody on a college campus wants to defend themselves against toxic masculinity on campus you know, does the argument change? Because I really wonder about those things. And an argument that I really support is if you care about children, stop allowing the government to fight wars that they don't deem as wars officially and also focus on the US arms that they trade with other countries. More effective ideas that I heard was simply better running of a system that was already in place and also focusing on mental health issues and also having metal detectors in schools i think that makes sense all of those things make sense any of this to me is better than simply saying something terrible happens let's take away all of your rights let's sacrifice all of your rights for other people and i forgot to mention if you compare urban and rural areas which i'm sure you know there is a lot more gun crime in urban areas even though there's a lot more gun control and that ties into what i was saying about the statistics i'll end by saying that ultimately people will kill if they want to kill if they can't get guns, maybe they'll use chemicals, maybe they'll drive a truck through people, which is something that happened. It's the human mind working against the human mind. What you shouldn't do is take away other people's rights to defend themselves. I'm not an island, but I don't blindly put my trust into an institution that is inherently coercive to protect me. I don't want it. Thanks for watching, guys. I think I detailed a lot of my opinions in this video. It may be a bit choppy and I apologize for that. Don't forget to donate to the channel at justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate. Have a good day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.